0: Hello and welcome to the Sport for Business podcast. I'm Rob Hartnett and this is the first episode in our new Business of Football podcast series brought to you in partnership with our friends at Sky Ireland. The SSE Electricity League of Ireland is kicking off in only a few days time and we went to City Hall in the middle of Dublin City Centre to catch up with various of the people who will be involved in bringing the league to life this year. We spoke with Leanne Shield, the Senior Sponsorship Manager of SSE Electricity, about what they hope to gain from their association with the League, now entering its 14th year. But first, we spoke with Mark Scanlon, the League of Ireland Director, about his hopes and ambitions for what should be a really important year. Hi Mark, we're here in Dublin City Hall at the moment, very grand surroundings for the launch of the the SSE Electricity League of Ireland 2023, what are you looking forward to most about getting back into action with the games?
1: Yeah, I think uh, it was a great venue to be here for the launch today, Rob. I think um, it's a very iconic venue, obviously, and so it's a really important moment for us with the rebrand of the league and to have all three divisions here uh, today. Uh, the women's premier division obviously renamed today as well and to have everybody here so I think we're really looking forward to on the off-field side just launching everything that we've done in the off-season and having the new brand up and running in the league uh, all together under one banner which is a hugely important and historic moment uh, and then secondly, we're looking forward to just the, the increase in uh, the activity on the pitch in terms of the, the quality of the games that we've seen over the last few years uh, the increase in attendance, the whole general buzz and feel around the league. And I think you get that by the atmosphere that's uh, in the room here today.
0: There's a, there's a real air of excitement ahead of the start of the new season. That's one we're very much looking forward to. We've got new teams coming in as well. Shamrock Rovers coming into the, to the women's Premier Division and you've got uh, Kerry FC coming in as well into the First Division. How important is that, that we can continue to grow because we're up to 30 teams now in the ballpark of that sort of area for the three leagues, but is naming the women's premier division, I guess, a precursor to expanding that out as well if we can get the the extra teams coming in as well?
1: Yeah, the expansion of the league uh, overall is a really important point so you know, with Kerry coming in it's a new geographical area, they've been doing lots of work over the last few years in terms of their academy and building up through the uh, underage teams as, as they've been in under 14s, 15s, 17s and 19s so that's a really important moment to, to break into a new area and there's a great air of excitement around Kerry at the minute as well with local vibes sponsorship that's around there, lots of local players involved. So that's going to be really uh, iconic moment when they play their first game in Mount Hawk Park next week on the 17th against Coles. Um, and then in regards to the women's Premier Division, yeah, the, uh, the renaming of the league is is part of the longer term plans of obviously implementing a, a first division, which we've said in the in the strategy we want to happen by 2025. There's lots of good work going on by the clubs at the academy level building up through their 17s and 19s age group and be ready to go. Um, and as you said, Shamrock Rovers obviously joining the league this year. is another huge club I mean, an important uh, moment for, for another club to join we had Sligo Rovers doing the same last year and made a great impact in their first season as well so the women's game has gone from strength to strength the clubs have really embraced women's football and done a fantastic job with it as well um, and it's, it's it's really growing and, and the opportunities that are there now for the girls are the exact same opportunities that are there for the boys to come through the academy and play first team football and now for the first time this year as well to have the opportunity to sign professional contracts as the league changed status to professional this year as well so it's uh, onwards and upwards and lots of positive things happening
0: there's Two ways that most of us would engage with the with the league. Uh, one is in person. One is through the the TV screen. We'll come to the latter in a moment. But going in person, we're going to have the new Tallis Stadium opened up in the course of of this season. How are we fixed elsewhere with facilities in terms of you know the league being? Uh, you know standing up now and being proud and really getting a good vibe going about it do we have the facilities to match so that uh, you know young fans and families can actually sort of get to go into those as well or is that a still a work in progress i, th- I think the first important point is being there
1: in person is definitely the best way to experience the football and be there and that's I mean, we've seen that in the rise in attendances last year across the Premier Division, 135% across the First Division, so it's a huge increase in attendances and the match day atmosphere has been really, really good at the clubs over the last few seasons and last year, uh, in particular obviously after the the return uh, to full fans in the stadium, Um, so that was really important and this year's season ticket sales have been hugely encouraging with record season ticket sales uh, from a vast majority of our clubs as well, so being there in person you know, definitely is is something that we want to encourage more and more fans to do, particularly the younger fans, as you said, are encouraging the families and, and the kids. Uh, to come along to the game so the facilities does cause us an issue and um, we, we know the facilities first of all aren't big enough at the minute to cater for the demand which is a nice problem to have because we've had sold out signs at grounds and then secondly is the quality of of what that match day experience is so you mentioned tala as an example of uh, the fourth stand going to be reopened midway through this season so that's uh, going to be a, a ground now that has four stands fully seated on all sides as uh, there, there are a few around the, the uh, country that have that the likes of Turner's Cross has it's great uh, but most of our stadiums are, are are obviously old and in need of repair uh, and in need of new facilities as well and all the other ancillary facilities that's around the club as well uh, be that catering facilities toilet facilities whatever else it, it may be uh, to encourage a wider fan base to uh, be able to come and attend and enjoy the games comfortably they are improving uh, a lot of the clubs do have uh, some really good plans for the future and what they want to do but obviously a lot of that's not going to be possible without investment and right now our clubs aren't in this in, in this situation that they can actually pump the millions of euros required into uh, the stadium upgrades uh, and obviously from a central point of view of the association uh, neither are we so we're going to need the support uh, we going to need the support of investment into the league uh, be that private investment or whether it's government investment uh, UEFA and FIFA investments obviously uh, being crucial to us over the years as well and um, so it's certainly uh, something that will be a key part of our strategy over the next few years. And something we want to aim for is to to make more stadium upgrades and to ensure that as the league continues to grow on the pitch and the fan base grows off the pitch, that the stadiums are going to be able to grow uh, in line with that and, and match the demand that's out there for the league right now.
0: Those season ticket sales you mentioned, they have they've been flying Shamrock Rovers, I think now by now will be through four thousand. Uh, can't get a seat in Daily Mount for love no money because of the you know the ownership structure and the season ticket sales there. So that's great. That whole move that translates through into excitement on the field, excitement in the stands it's more likely that you're going to get people that are looking and thinking well yes i want to invest in that as you say it could be from government it could be from federation it could be from private investment is there a is there a model around europe that you look to and you think actually what they've done is really good and we're at a point now where we could actually look to emulate what has happened over there
1: well, yeah look i think there's there's loads of different models around europe it, you know some leagues have um, have different structures lots of leagues whereas Uh, primary focus just on the top division in that particular league and it might be big attendances but nothing in the division below you know some leagues have big stadiums that are that are empty i mean what we're looking to do first of all is is make sure that we have stadiums that are full as much as possible but making sure that and that that the fans get to enjoy the match day experience and atmosphere so we've taken bits and pieces from other leagues and also from other sports in terms of what our our, our long-term plans will be around that but and you know the most important thing you said is that people keep coming the gates keep continuing to rise because that that, that all works in in that sequence where the investment will then follow as part of that as you said if people are there and there's a big interest in the league um, then obviously people are going to see our league being taken serious now um, which I think it is from the fans and I think certainly Covid uh, in that regard where people maybe weren't travelling across to the UK and when they had the opportunity to come back maybe went to League of Ireland games that they hadn't done before and realised the quality that was on the pitch and also the atmosphere that was there off the pitch And I know from my own perspective obviously huge football fan and sports fan but the last couple Months watching games on the TV is just not the same as as actually being there in person. So, um, you know, really looking forward to getting back into into the stands on, on Friday night at the President's Cup. We're going to have a sold-out uh, game in, in the Ryan McBride Brandywell Stadium there as well, which is again the first time the President's Cup will have been a sellout. So it's a great atmosphere around Derry after after the Cup final win, and obviously uh, Shamrock Rovers coming there as, as three times in a row champions and looking for the fourth. So it's a great way to start the season and uh, hopefully that will continue to, to rise as the, as the year goes on and then uh, we'll continue with our, our longer term plans of exactly what the investment in the stadiums might look like um, as the season goes on.
0: And the President's Cup has been expanded over into the, into the Women's Premier Division this year as well in Athlone, um, which is great. And obviously, uh, you know, President Michael D. Higgins, he's been a great football fan all of his life, and particularly over in Galway and things like that. Um, th- that kind of endorsement of, of other people looking at it and saying, actually, this is something that you should really get excited about. Is that something that's important to the league as well? The fact that, you know, more people are noticing it now, more people are talking about it. There's a much better media coverage of the league now than would have been the case maybe even five or six years ago, that all kind of builds into the round. Is it something that you've you've noticed and you've seen and you've felt over the course of this last few years?
1: Yeah, I think uh, firstly with the President's Cup, I mean you couldn't ask for a, a better supporter of League of Ireland football than President Michael D Higgins, which is great. And uh, the fact that he's obviously supported the, the President's Cup on the men's side for the last number of years, and when we brought this opportunity to the President's office about a women's version, they. They obviously were delighted to, to be able to endorse it as well. So that's really positive. And as I said, it's a positive message for the, for the league to have um, when the president of the country is such a, a big supporter of, of our game. Um, but yeah, we've really noticed that in terms of the increased media coverage. I think massive credit must go to the clubs in that regard. They've really professionalised themselves in terms of their own social media output in particular, uh, their match day coverage, um, what they do and what they put out for their fans. And that all helps really engage with it, particularly that younger audience, that first generation maybe of League of Ireland fans that are coming through from their key uh, teenage years when we're trying to get them involved in the league, which hopefully they'll stay as as lifelong supporters as well. So I think that's, that's all helped and that's all being part of the ongoing professionalism of the league. And, you know, days like today where so many players and managers here and the media are involved, um, you know, we just hope that, that that continues throughout the season and we continue to, to see that coverage um, you know, it's really important for us again the support we have of our partners particularly with SSE Electricity who have been a long term partner and also Bank of Ireland and EA Sports because the coverage that, that they help us bring to the league as well and the support we have and in terms of their activation and the partnerships that they have with us is, is crucially important so the more support we have like that from around the country
0: uh, the, the more the league will continue to grow The broadcast coverage is also incredibly important, particularly if you've got full stadia. When you see that on a TV screen or on a computer or on a mobile phone, that just makes it look as though, actually, this is something important. This is something I really should think that it's worthwhile investing my time in important to get that onto the to the big box in the corner of the room and Artie are on board for the men's game this year TG are on board with 12 games in the women's league but LOI TV is where you can get to see every minute and there's been a couple of changes to that over the course of the the, the, the off-season break as well tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah, LOITV has, has been a revelation for us over the last few years and the fact that we now can stream every game um, across the league live on a, on a Friday night or a Saturday is crucially important for us because... Um, in the last few years, it means that we've been able to reach a much wider audience, first of all. Uh, it means the fans continue to stay engaged, whether they can't get to a game on a, on a Friday or a Saturday or whether they're overseas. Um, and them opportunities just aren't going to be there with live TV. You're never going to be in a situation that every game can be uh, broadcast on, on live TV. So uh, the, the fact that we have that always-on option now for the league and people can be involved is, is really important. Last year, uh, we obviously went to a, a pay-per-game model um, with LOI TV. There was obviously some concern over whether, if we had a full season pass, it may affect the attendances in the league. Um, whether the season pass would bring in enough revenue uh, at that moment in time to be able to to keep LOITV going, because we've had to very much do this as a, a start-up business, if you like, from the association's point of view, um, and working with the clubs to make it make it happen and make it viable. But thankfully, last year was a huge success. LOITV was profitable, first of all, and the clubs were able to receive a dividend from it, which is important. Uh, and secondly the attendance has still continued to rise even though more people are watching online so we're happy that we've seen both increases both in the stands and uh, on live streams and this year we've had the opportunity now to introduce a season pass so it means that anybody who purchases the season pass for 120 euro will get to see all 440 plus games in the league uh, live or on demand so if they're even at a game on a friday night they want to watch one back on on a saturday or they're at a game on a saturday want to watch it on a sunday it's all available for them um, on on uh, live LOI TV as well. So it's a really important platform and it's one that we certainly feel is here for the future and will continue to grow. Um, and then with our partners with both RTE, uh and tg car uh, we have a great relationship with them we're obviously we're trying to maximize our tv coverage on on their main channels and free to air tv which is important for for the wider public as well but we do know there's limited schedule space there so we're trying to maximize that as best as we can and, and then continue to grow the LOA TV platform for a, a wider
0: audience that's great nice We'll be right back to the conversation in just a moment, but I just wanted to tell you a little bit about what Sport for Business is and what we do. We are a publishing, networking and events business. We work with all of the leading sports and all of the leading organizations in the business of sport, from sponsorship through to advocacy, agency and the media. We publish a daily news bulletin at sportforbusiness.com. You can sign up to the headline service for free. It would be great to have you along and to get your thoughts on what more we can do to shine a light on this great industry in which we work.
1: Sky, proud partner and supporter of our women's
0: national team. Welcome back to City Hall. And I'm joined now by Leanne Shield, Senior Sponsorship Manager at SSE Electricity. Hi, Leanne. This is the 14th year now of SSE Electricity being involved with the League of Ireland. On a day like today, when you've got the players, the managers, the kits, the new branding, photography, video content, everything, there's a real buzz about the place. How exciting is it from your point of view as a brand manager and as a sponsorship expert coming into this environment and trying to tell your story?
2: Well, yes, 14 years um, as a title sponsor, it's very, very exciting for us because not only are we coming into a launch that's in person, uh, which is brilliant, we have a new brand that's going live as well, which, is, which we worked with the FAI on that we're very, very proud of. And our continued investment and support of the league allows us to continue with the men's, but now also this is our third year going in to support the women's, which we all know is going to be a very exciting year for women in soccer, but women in sport in general.
0: There is a great vibrant look to it now this year. The colour coding. We've seen it on social media. We see it in the imagery that will be coming out today, which I appreciate is not great for an audio interview on a podcast like this, but you'll be able to see that on the Sport for Business website and in everywhere else around the place as well. You said you mentioned the fact that you work closely with the FAI around that. Is that important from your branding point of view that you were very much a part of that conversation because it is the League of Ireland but it's also the SSE Electricity League of Ireland and it can be a little bit of a mouthful for people if they're trying to get it across so from your point of view how important was it to actually really work it into the brand of it was it tricky
2: well it starts by saying that how we look at we see this much more of a partnership rather than a sponsorship and we have a really really good working relationship with the FAI so they made sure that we were involved with it from the very very beginning and what we wanted to do was bring the league to that next level going forward where you could see it in in five ten years time to really work on um, a premium brand and I think sponsorship has come a long way than just slapping your brand on on different things if you want to use that word um and it's much more people see like how are the sponsors actually helping the league you know move forward so i think it's very much this is the league of ireland and we're a sponsor that's coming in to get it to that next level
0: you're all about green energy and you've had initiatives in the past where you've actually integrated the players and the clubs in terms of uh you know different things that they do to make a difference within their environment which again is very much on message with what the league wants and with you as a sponsor as well what are the plans for this year and is there is there any detail you can share with us yet or is that something which is still very much in the progress and you'll be rolling out as the season progresses
2: Yes, we have lots of very exciting uh, plans in the pipeline and um, we'll continue with our different League campaign that is based around the League of Ireland is like no other. It's on its pedestal by itself it's a completely different league that's ingrained in communities right around Ireland so next week we'll have that going live we'll see it'll be digital outdoor it'll be BOD it'll be on social promoting the uh, league and the awareness of the league Um, and then we're working on bigger plans uh, because it's obviously a nine month season so we can't release everything at the moment Um, but going forward then um, and as well as obviously there's the the men's premier and the first but then there's the women's as well which we want to uh, really kind of hone in on
0: and tell those stories throughout the season as well and particularly maybe at the midpoint of the season when the World Cup will be very much in <laughs> the uh, in the mind's eye of people yeah. from a from a customer perspective in terms of your own user base um, obviously you've got you know hundreds of thousands of customers out there is there a way in which you tell the story of the League of Ireland to your customers that might not be evident or might not be visible in a, you know, to the outside world, but which really works for you in terms of brand loyalty and brand equity and and actually giving something to your customers?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's the reward side of things as well, which obviously we give, you know, ticketing and and things like that as well. But I suppose. And, and we've seen this in research that we've done as well, is that people really see that, like, this is our 14th year as sponsor, and people really see the support that we give this homegrown um, you know, sport in Ireland, um, and that builds the consideration and loyalty with our, with our base.
0: the 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 league has probably developed quite substantially over the course of those 14 years and i know personally you haven't been along on that journey for the the whole length of it but do you feel over the last couple of years that that has accelerated it it feels like a different league now than it was even as short as as four or five years ago that there is much more of a buzz about it that there's a greater level of coverage there's a greater level of support from yourselves that you know the the energy and the effort that you put into it does make a difference in terms of how people actually look at it and do you get that sense internally that yes the league is is in a really good place now
2: I do absolutely like like if you look at a couple of years ago to where we are now i think you know we're looking at maybe 28 kind of 30 live games this year across the boat. both uh, both leagues of ctg Car have said that they're going to showcase 12 live matches uh, this year as well which is more than ever as well and um, even internally the ticketing we give to our staff we have to turn people away now which didn't happen you know a few years ago and you see big sellouts in certain stadiums as well Um, so there is definitely a continued um, and there's much more of a buzz going forward and you can really see that it's it's starting to build but i'm really excited to see where it'll be in this say three four years time
0: so attendance is rising tv coverage and media interest all increasing as well a very happy sponsor it's a good place to be
2: It is, absolutely, yeah, and I'm very, very excited.
0: Thanks very much, Leanne. Thank you great to chat with Mark Scanlon and with Leanne Shield, the League Director and the Senior Sponsorship Manager, bringing the SSE Electricity League of Ireland to life in 2023. We're going to be diving back into various different aspects of the league over the course of the season and over the course of this year in our new Business of Football podcast brought to you in partnership with our friends at Sky Ireland. I hope that you will enjoy listening to the various interviews that we bring you over this period of time as well as the other podcasts that we have in the sport for business family
2: sky proud partner and supporter of our women's national team